What's up, guys? I'm The Hunt. Joining me, as always, my lovely husband, Riley T. And we're here to talk to you about the second annual Plunging for a Cause 24-hour charity live stream event. Last year, we raised over $2,000, and this year, we're looking to go even bigger. We're here to raise money for the Special Olympics of New Hampshire, and we need your help. On December 18th and 19th, we are going nonstop for 24 hours, bringing to you live over 15 podcasts and two musical performances. You're going to hear a lot of familiar faces like the Hashtag No Offense Show, Creatures of the Night, Shit Happens When You Party Naked, We Need to Talk, We Are the Worst, and many of your plunge favorites like Plungeons and Dragons, Justified, The Royal Mumble, and especially The Plunge. If you want to learn more, you can go to plungepodcast.com slash donate and become involved today. You can enter many of our giveaways as we're doing a giveaway every single hour during the 24 hours. For every $10, you can be entered into a raffle that happens every hour on the live stream to win one of many different prizes to be de- to be announced during the live stream. So once again, go to plungepodcast.com slash donate to learn more about where your proceeds will go to and what this event is all about. Thanks. Just remember, don't be stingy. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Justified. I'm David Colford, and as always, I'm joined by my man on my left side, Riley Shadow. What's going on, bud? What's up, buddy? How you doing this week? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. That's, that's today, wonderful. we're going to take it local. We are. I hope you're excited about this. Uh, today, we are joined by the king of Manchester himself. You might know him from 95.3 WNNH on his show, The Weekly Dion. He's a former teacher turned historian as well. Please welcome the one and only Ben Dion. Ben, how you doing? Not too bad. I love the intro. That's great. Thank you. Do I have to call you Mr. Dion the whole time? <laughs> you know, it's funny because uh, kids that I had in class, they can't call me Ben. They they just can't do it. Like yeah. they they try to, and it just feels awkward. But I didn't have either of you, so no. yeah, whatever, whatever you want. Perfect. I have that problem. I work with my uncle, and mm. like I'll walk by him, and everyone's like, "Hey, Joe. Hey, Joe." I can't, it, it feels wrong to be like, hey, Uncle Joe. But also, it's like, it feels wrong to be like, hey, Joe. There's yeah, it's, it's one of those in between that you're like, eh. I, it's funny. I had one kid that tried it. Um, they just graduated. He was a valedictorian. He comes up to me and goes, how's it going, Ben? And he goes, nope, can't do that again. <laughs> I was like, huh? I've, I'm probably in the same boat as that, though. You know, I never had you, like you said. So mm-hmm. I to me, you're you're just the man, Ben, you know? I'll, look, I'll call you Mr. Dion if you want. If you, res- no, no. If you want the authority, I'll, I'll gladly give that. <laughs> I don't have the authority anymore. I'm, I've I've relinquished my with my authority. Yeah. So what happened with that? What? Because uh, that was pretty short. We graduated in 2015. That was yep. pretty shortly after, right? 2016, 17. No, it was actually this past school year. Oh, geez, I got that totally wrong. <laughs> Good blame no, so, on that. So no, I I um so I started teaching. Um, 2014, 15 school year. Okay, oh, so that was my right. first year. Yeah, and then I um taught for five and a half years, and I left um right after Christmas break of 2019. Okay, yeah, yeah. How that now? How did that feel leaving from a structured classroom to starting your own podcast where you kind of do whatever whatever you wanted? 
Um, I mean, I still, it's funny, the teacher in me still comes out all the time because <laughs> I, um, with my show, I, I have an outline for my guests. So every outline, every guest has an outline of like the, the topics for the, each segment and, you know, not questions. Cause I hate writing down just like what I'm going to say, because that's not, doesn't what happens. I want it to be a conversation. Right. So, um, just the topics and I give it to everyone and the, the guy that hosts the morning show on my station, Peter white, he's been on my show a few times and I hand him the outline. He always gives me crap for it. Cause he's like, what is this? I said, this is structure, Peter. Yeah. I know you're not used to it because of your show is just chaos, but <laughs> I have a little structure and a little, you know, but no, it, um, it feels good to leave. Honestly, I, I, it was, it was something I knew I was going to teach forever. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew that I was, um, you know, I, I gave myself 10 years. I said, you know, I'll probably teach 10 years. And then I, I you know, I want to get involved with the community more. I want to, uh, get involved with local politics and I couldn't do that as a teacher. So, um, and then I kind of just started looking for, for other careers and other jobs. And, um, you know, it just, it kind of all worked out really well. Um, you know, I, I, from teaching, I got a job working for the hippo. Yeah. Um, so I was doing advertising for them. And it was a good jumping point. Um, you know, they gave me a really good opportunity. I had no experience in that field at all. Um, and they basically were like, we know who you are. Um, you know the community. I'll give you a chance. And I, I got to give Jody Reese, uh, the publisher of The Hippo, a really big shout out because he's, he's a great guy. Gave, gave me a really big chance. And then after three months, I left. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Um, and he understood. And I left right um, I want to say I left two weeks into COVID shutdown, okay. everything being shut down, uh, kind of locked down and everything. Um, and I got a job with bottom line technologies was where I'm currently at. Um, again, little experience. It was sa- it's sales to a degree, um, but it's technology. I used to work um, at the Apple store um, when I first started teaching and I enjoyed that a lot and I like technology. So it's kind of similar, um, feeling you get working from bottom line technologies and, and they've been really supportive um during all this i work from home this is i'm in my home office um, <laughs> there you go so okay. i work from home from 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 the get-go they trained me from home they sent me a computer monitor everything i needed that's awesome um, yeah it, it, I, I really lucked out especially during during covid honestly i think my family <laughs> me and my wife uh, and little guy i think are the only ones that are doing really well during this just because of luck honestly everything just kind of worked out well I would say I wouldn't say it's entirely luck. Here's my reason why I say that. Uh, I again, I never had you as a teacher, but I knew mm. of you though. I knew you were the like the teacher everyone wanted to have. Like, oh, if you didn't get Mister Dion, I'm sorry to hear that one. Uh, and just from listening to your podcast and everything, it seems like you. Yeah, so you really, I would say you're the modern day journeyman, so to say. <laughs> you you went from teaching mm-hmm. to the hippo. And then to technology, but you've done tech, like you said, pretty much, it sounds like all your life. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was really interested in, um, you know, when I started working for Apple, um, I would have stayed and, and done more with Apple, but from a part-time job, yeah. um, I really couldn't do a lot. Um, so, you know, when I left there, it was just because I was teaching, I, I was teaching full-time. So I was like, I, I really didn't want to keep that schedule of working, you know, four nights a week after yeah. You know, a long day at school, but no, I like, I like working technology, uh, for sure. Uh, bottom line technologies is, um, I didn't really know much about them. My friend had worked for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and he told me about the company 
And I was like, this seems like too good to be true. And they, it's, it's a really great company. They've actually been named um, the best company to work for in New Hampshire Ooh. like five or six times. So many times that they actually can't win it anymore. They're <laughs> the one that helped decide who wins it now. See, all right. I was about to say, I feel like they should be able to win it every year if that's the case. But if they actually have a hand in saying who wins it, who doesn't, that's yeah. understandable. It's like yeah. the Bill Belichick effect. Like, you can't yeah. win Coach of the Year every year, but like whoever does the best against you, they'll win Coach of the Year. Pretty much. I mean, and this company really, honestly, like, you know, I got hired. Like I said, I was interviewed, I think, on a Thursday or Wednesday. They went remote to try it out mm-hmm. um, that Friday, and they never went back. They've and, been, and they've never been remote before. Yeah. Um, even as a technology company, they really didn't have that option. Um, and you know, they like I said, they trained me. They sent me a laptop, a monitor, a keyboard. They sent me everything, headset. Um, and it was it was really cool, you know. And then we had our kid. <laughs> I, I trained. Um, this is another kind of kicker. Like I trained for a week. I was done training. My wife went to labor on that Saturday. <laughs> Dude. And then I'm off for two weeks. Yeah, your company's yeah. like, this fucking guy. Yeah, yeah <laughs> seriously. Yeah. They were like, well, they knew it was going to happen, yeah. but yeah. we didn't know. It was probably about two weeks earlier than we had anticipated. Right. Um, you know, when I came back, I kind of trained for a few more days because I, I kind of really honestly forgot what I was doing and, you know, where I was at. So, um, but no, it's, it's, they've been really, really good about everything. And, you know, even when we go back, which they're not even sure when we're going to go back to the office. Yeah. Um, which is in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. They're, they're all their corporate headquarters. Are, there's two buildings um, in Portsmouth. They haven't even given uh, an exact date. They're like, oh, maybe sometime in June. I was like, oh, okay, sure. This works out. <laughs> yeah, I work for a pharmacy company. And I mean, pretty much like, yeah, we have no idea when this is all going to mm-hmm. end. So, and, you know, COVID cases are upticking right now as we speak right. in November. So who knows what's going to happen? Um, a lot of things are going to change. And like you said earlier, um, like just securing that job is real, like especially with everything going on right now. It, right, it is crucial, and for someone uh, the journey, the modern journeyman as yourself here, <laughs> you know, it really, you've got a lot on that resume. Um, when you were working at Apple, did you? I'm sure you had students come up to you and be like, "Oh, Mr. Dion, how are you?" Like, try to like take pictures with you at what while you're working. Yeah. Oh no. I think we're good. Oh, I think we're back. I think, we're, right. I think we saved it. We're back. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> this never happens to. I promise. <laughs> it's okay. it's not. <laughs> um, all right. Ready? Here we go. Three, two, one. So when you were working at Apple, did you have any students like come up and try to take a selfie with you? Oh, my goodness. So <laughs> when I started, it was in Nashua. So I worked in Nashua for about, I think, five or six months. And yeah. then they had told us that they were opening Manchester store. And I immediately applied because I live right down the street and it's right, right there. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we opened the store every weekend. <laughs> hey, Mr. Dion. I'm like, oh, <laughs> get the hell away from me. Right. And, see, and they, they would, they try to like be my friend or something. I'm like, I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk to you in school. Why would I want to talk to you here? There you go. <laughs> and they would ask questions about Apple products. And I'm like, you have an iPhone. You're on it 24 seven in class. You know how this works. Get away from me. How, uh, how big of a problem was that in class? Like just texting? Oh, and... cell phones were awful. I yeah. mean, that's one thing. I think my first and second years, I was very much like kind of harping on it of like, put your phone away, put your phone away. And then I just kind of stopped because it wasn't worth interrupting what I was doing. And it was more of like, 
you know, it, it's either they're going to pay attention or they're not going to pay attention. Right. And if I keep harping on it, I'm kind of taking away from everything else. So it just, it, it is what it is. Honestly, I can't imagine how it is now, even going forward. I feel like technology is, is it's a good thing and a bad thing, you know, working in it. It's, it's a really cool thing that can be used for good, but also with high schoolers, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it depends, honestly. Yeah. Are you, are you happy to be out of zoom university now? I mean, every kid is on Zoom now. So, are you happy? I am so happy. I'm not teaching anymore, especially during all this. My wife's a kindergarten teacher. Okay. Um, So, the end of uh, last school year, she was completely remote and just figuring it out. And I was helping her, um, like, record her reading stories to her kids and everything. That's awesome. Um, But I I can't imagine how it is now. Honestly, like, I I would. I mean, I don't mind working from home, but teaching from home is very different. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the attention span and just everything I would, I would probably be fired because I probably accidentally have my mic on and swear it again. So you'd be like, are you kidding me? You shouldn't get fired for that though. And here's why I'll defend you on that. <laughs> today's youth, some kids kind of deserve it. You know, if they're going to be mean <laughs> to you, I feel like, yeah. you know, respect is a two lane highway. What, you know, mm-hmm. how far you go, I'm going to leave that up to you. Uh, <laughs> But maybe some kids need to be roughed up a little bit. Um, so I want to touch on Manchester as a whole for everyone listening. This is going to be, you know, we've got the cane of Manchester himself here. So definitely a, a favorite for the locals here. What is people always say like Manchester is a crap town. You know, it's not a great city. What's your what's your case about that? What's what's your defense for Manchester, New Hampshire? So, you know, I've, I was born and raised in Manchester. I went to Memorial High School. I, I've said from day one, I'm not leaving. Um, you know, I'm a firm believer in, you know, respecting the city that you grew up in and making it better. Um, it's funny because to go even further, when I met my wife, when we first started dating, um, I told her, I said, you know, if this is going to work, we're living in Manchester, just so you know. Yeah. And I said, if you're not cool with that, <laughs> then this ain't going to work. Um and I showed her areas and, and neighborhoods that I knew that I had friends that grew up in. I was like, this is, you know, you know, you where you can raise a family here. This is where you can, you know, hang out. There's also, uh, you know, obviously rougher parts of Manchester, but, right. you know, I feel like it gets a bad rap just because of people spreading like small stories or just things that bad things that have happened. And, you know, it is a great place because I think of the people, I think the people make it that interesting place and there are some really great areas to live in to raise a family um the schools get a really bad rap i think honestly that they shouldn't um i think they're not really you know given the benefit of the doubt from the 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 population of students how where the students are coming from um you know the family life um a combination of all that and if you look at other areas our education system is actually really good to here in New Hampshire compared right. to other states. We're usually in the top five when it comes to education. I think we were number two um, last time with rankings. When you look at other states, they're like, oh, there's that's a nice area. The education must be good. It's really not. A lot of these other states have awful education systems. Um, but I think we just get a really bad rap for you know the small population that are really loud voices that are you know, saying all the negative things and we don't have enough positive things. And that's the goal of my show is to bring out the, you know, the positive aspect of Manchester, which there is a lot of positive aspects of Manchester. Um, you know, that's, that's why I'm staying here. I'm not moving. I'm staying put. <laughs> there you go. So we're going to clip that, that whole entire speech that you did when you run for mayor. 
we're going to go ahead and just give that to you so you can run that on your ad. Um, I appreciate that. I mean, you're running for mayor pretty soon, right? I mean, have you ever thought about it? So it's funny you say that. Since I was uh, eight years old, I've said I'm going to run for mayor. There you go. Um, I've said it and people are like, you're not, you're, you're just saying that, right? I'm like, no, I've, I've always wanted to run for mayor. I think that the mayor should be a positive person, should be someone that, you know, can solve issues and compromise and, you know, work together with other people. And, you know, I, 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 I kind of joked with, um, who did I joke with? It was administrator when I left for teaching. They're like, so you're going to run, right? <laughs> Cause I left teaching and they're like, you must be running for something. I was like, well, you know, give it time. I, I say at this point in my life, maybe within the next 10 years, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but it kind of depends. Everything kind of has to, you know, align the right way. And I have to be running the right campaign. You know, um, I will tell you, I'll pro- probably be running for some local office, not mayor, um, but a local office within the next two election cycles, I would say. Is this an exclusive? <laughs> It's not official. Okay, I will let right. you know when it's official. <laughs> okay. But, um, no, I, I can now though with having this other job, and that yeah. was part of the piece is switching careers. I could now run for this for a political position in Manchester because I don't have the conflict of interest as being a teacher. Yeah, that makes sense actually. You know, with the conflict of interest, I didn't actually think about that beforehand, but it'd be a little. Not a little weird, but it'd definitely be a gray area if you were a teacher running as, let's say, a mayor. Like, coincide, like, same time. That I get that part. Um, yeah. As Mayor Dion, <laughs> what would you? What would your first uh, day in office look like? Well, and I think I, – I, th- I do think about that sometimes, which is weird. Um, but I think about, like, what are the issues or what are the things that we would be uh, faced with at the time that I would be running and. Uh, I think one of the biggest issues in Manchester right now that uh, everyone always talks about or always, you know, puts a bad rap on Manchester is homelessness. Right. Um, yeah. And, you know, it is a problem. It's a huge problem. And I think that the problem that we haven't addressed this problem is the biggest problem because there's nothing that we've really, you know, we, we've there's been a lot of programs and a lot of, um, you know, meetings and uh, conferences when it comes to do with homelessness. And I've been to them. Um, and it's frustrating because there's the programs that are there to help people, but the people have to want the help. Right. And it's not just, you know, okay, we have this population that are, that are veterans and, you know, they have some PTSD and mental health issues. That's not the case for everyone. Actually, veterans is actually, I think one of the smaller sections of homelessness when it comes to this area. Um, so it's, it's, it's hard to pinpoint and it's a hard issue, but it's something that, I don't know if we're going to get rid of that or if we're going to solve that or help that in any way in the next 10 years. I don't know. It's, it's one of those things that hasn't really gotten better, at least in my, you know, adult life, I've seen it get worse. Um, so hopefully that's something that can be addressed over time or, or there can be a more productive conversation about it. Yeah, no, I agree with that a hundred percent. It's that's definitely the most prescient issue I would say right now. Um, mm-hmm. And hopefully, like you said, in the next 10 years, hopefully that's not even an issue I have to think about when uh, President, I mean, Mayor Dion. But let's be real. Whoa. Yeah, I'm about to say 20, <laughs> a, 20 years after Mayor. Um, so I wanted to steal a segment from your show and I want to reverse the Ooh. question back onto you. Uh, 
you always talk about like you like did restaurant reviews and everything um and like what's your favorite thing to do when you're not working in manchester what's your favorite thing to do when you're not in manchester or not not working i should say it's funny the food segment i had i don't do it anymore and you know who gave me the most crap for that adam akis right mr a you know he just always harped on that he's like why are you reviewing restaurants actually i'm actually it is it's people like to relate to that and see where they can go where they can try he, he just he's a hater sometimes um but i'm actually trying to get him on my show um <laughs> he told me he'd come on the show when he retired uh he actually just had a shoulder surgery i Ooh. think um to, like in august september so i got to reach back out to him to see if he can get on the show so yeah. that would be interesting and i'm doing the food segment just just for oh, him do like an just hour do an hour long food just segment. all like food. really dive into all it. food yeah. so you want to Mr. talk Ray about his career no Never. we're talking about <laughs> diners in the greater manchester area <laughs> yes um, no, I, I honestly, like, it's hard, it's hard to answer now, honestly, in the, in the COVID era, it's, it's very different. Um, you know, we, we try to get out, but we, you know, we're very careful with the little guy and, um, you know, when we don't want to expose him to anything. So, uh, I love coffee. So any, anything yeah, to do with yeah. coffee, a coffee shop, um, actually on this week's show, we have, uh, Alex Horton, owner of Cafe Loren coming on the show. Oh, okay. Um, so, and that's one of my favorite places to go. And yeah. I really want to support local businesses. Yep. Um, in the next few shows, just because I think the winter is going to be a tough time for local businesses. So I really want to highlight them. Um, so, you know, we usually go to a coffee shop, get a coffee. And then if it's nice out, we go to a park and hang out in the park and just enjoy outside. Uh, it's been really nice out lately too. So it hasn't really been the cold weather we've expected. So it's been nice, but when it starts getting colder, I don't know, we're going to have to get really creative of what we do when we have free time. I've actually, uh, I've actually camped out at that cafe before. Because I knew Dave was going on a Tinder date. Oh, yeah. And I knew he was going on this one Saturday. Yeah. And I went with my buddy and I go, if I know Dave and he's going on a breakfast coffee date, he's going to go to Cafe Lorraine. <laughs> uh... This man canceled his date. And I go, hey, where were you going to go with her? And he goes, oh, we we're going to go to Cafe Lorraine. I was like, yeah. damn it. <laughs> I did That's the place to go. I did I used everything to right. <laughs> when I was single, I actually brought, I think, at least four. Three or four first dates to the Cafe Run. Yeah. No, it is the place. I would say that. It is. And baked. I'm a big bake guy. Oh. No, uh, baked is a chain, man. It is. It is. That's a cop hour but right there. It's the, yeah. Hear me? It's no. a, isn't it a New Hampshire chain? Yeah. It's, it's a chain, though. It's like right. um, I if, equate it to Burrito 110 meat. Grill. Yeah. It's 110 Grill is, yes, it's in Manchester, but there, there's like four of them, I think, in New Hampshire. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's kind of like a it's like a regional chain. What if I told you uh, when you were given like local coffee places that like Dunkin's is the best? How would you feel about that if I like was straight up just Dunkin's is the best place? If we were in person, I'd probably punch you in the face. That's understand. I mean, you can punch a monitor. We can see what happens, but that's going to punch my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's under. Yeah, Cafe Lorraine's great. Um, mm-hmm. I used to work on Elm Street and every morning I'd go to Bates and then Cafe Lorraine for coffee. I'd try to swap it out every other day. That was the goal. Um, I like baked us. Uh, they have good sandwiches. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big uh, coffee person there, um, yeah. but no, they have they have some good sandwiches and good uh, baked goods as well. There you go. So, what's your what's your favorite park? What's your go to? My park. Um, yeah. I like. Um, we usually go to Wagner Park or Pretty Park. Okay. Um, which is on which is in Ward Two, um, between Maple and Oak Street. 
Um, it's actually not a city park, technically, I don't oh, think. Okay. Uh, it's a private park that's owned by a family trust. Oh. Uh, there's like a little plaque that kind of explains that. Because yeah. um, if you go to it, you'll notice that there's different trash cans. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not the city that does the landscaping. It's a private company that comes uh, and does all the landscaping. But um, the reason that we like it is because, one, it's a really nice park. Um, it's got some historical aspects with the um, like little monument they have uh, for the family. Um, but also, so my parents had their wedding pictures taken there oh. and my wife's parents got married there. Oh my goodness. Oh, got ties. I know it's weird. <laughs> so there's history in that park. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and you, the historian. So how is that going? Like how, uh, I mean, <laughs> I'd like to ask, what is that? Yeah. Aside what, from what how is a is Manchester that? historian? So well, I'm not a really historian, but um, I am on the Heritage Commission for the city of Manchester. Okay. Um, so basically, um, there's two. I, we're actually kind of a big deal. People don't really know much about us. Um, but if you want to do something, so say you're a business or you're, um, you know, we'll, we'll stick with business right. and you want to alter something of your business and you're in the mill yard. So say that. Um, you know, the, the new garage, uh, this new, um, yeah. garage next to the baseball stadium. Yeah. So we actually had to approve that. If we didn't approve that, Ooh. they weren't building that. So um, you own the river pretty much. You own the mill yards. That's, we that's own you. the Merrimack. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, there's a whole area. Actually, we're trying to expand that a little bit because there are historical, um, areas in Manchester that aren't in the mill yard and, and downtown area. Is that like um, palace theater type stuff? Like if you have like a resemblance like a historical landmark you can't change anything essentially basically yeah there's there's um it depends on the buildings too like um some fall under different historical things so like they can't alter them anyway they don't have to go go through us but like um a lot of like the milliard buildings if they want to like change the sign that's a lot actually a lot of the things we've approved or like discussed is about the ch- the, the different signs on the buildings and that's going to alter the milliard or if that's going to look you know, good, yeah. um, kind of the rest of the, the theme down there. So we've, we've actually voted on a, a bunch of major things, us and the planning board of the two major committees, um, that really can alter, um, different areas in Manchester. Cause if you don't get approved by both of us, you're not really, you're not doing anything. See, fun thing. I work in the mill yards right now and, um, well, you work in your bedroom. I work but... in my bedroom, <laughs> pseudo mill yard before COVID <laughs> mill yard right now yep. pj time um <laughs> so like i work at pill pack and they just have a little tiny tarp outside of the bill building and i was like why don't we just have like a giant like pill pack symbol like right on top of the mill yard like um like texas instruments does yeah, but big daddy bezos can can afford yeah, that if i think bezos but that makes sense though i you know and like inside of uh, the actual pharmacy itself, like it's very mill esque. You know, there's pictures all around right. in the mills. You can't even like the main hallway. You can't touch anything. You can, businesses can't put anything on the outside. Yeah. Uh, so it's pretty cool, like saving that historical aspect. I love history. I remember mm-hmm. in elementary school, they were always like teach us about the mill yards and what happened back in the day, kind of thing. How like important it was. Mm-hmm. Um. I always view now. Hear me out. Hear me out, and feel free oh, to, feel free to criticize me because I want you as the teacher well, to teach me. <laughs> Please change my view. I always viewed Manchester as like we we were just like a washed up mill city. Uh, are we a washed up mill city still, or is there a lot more I don't know about? Um, back in the day, um, 
we were the mill city. We were the city that was very well respected when it came to um, the mill yard and uh, the Amiskay manufacturing company because they didn't go on strike. They they didn't um, they respected a lot of the work that they did. The the people were invested in the community because they lived right in the mill yard. Um, actually, some of the mill buildings or the the brick buildings that mostly are apartments and condos now. Yeah. Those were actually uh, they were called the corporations. They were the mill workers' housing. Um, oh. And actually, the further away you got from the river, the more money you made, basically. Oh. Um, so if like you live like the more housing looking, like less brick building, more house looking buildings, yeah. um, you were like probably managers or is, um, higher up in the company. Is that because the river was like gross back then? Like the farther I don't know why that's the case. I just know that was the case. Because okay. um, we used to, me and my wife, um, lived down in one of the corporate housing buildings um and they're really beautiful buildings and it's funny because most of that work like uh the iron work by the doorways and the archways are all original they're they may have been painted but it's the original stuff that hasn't been altered um so it's cool that we still have those um and that you can a lot of them are really nice apartments they were we paid a really cheap rent um the landlords were pretty good down there um and it was it was nice living downtown but also we were kind of off the downtown area. So you didn't really get people coming down there unless they live there. Right. I like that. That's, I mean, so definitely I want to dig up some, some dirt. Would you say Manchester is the superior city to Nashua? <sighs> you know, I had a guest on, um, a couple weeks ago running for state rep Manny and he was from Nashua. And I, <laughs> before the show, he goes, you're not going to, you're not going to call Nashua its nickname, right? Yeah. No, trash, I said yeah. Trashua, right? Oh, yeah. He's like, you're not going to say that, right? I said, don't say Manch Vegas or Manch Ganistan and we'll be okay. Manch Ganistan. That's a good trade off. Like, I won't call yeah. you our yeah. your shitty nickname if you don't call us our <laughs> shitty nickname. Yeah. I mean, Nashua, honestly, they kind of have a leg up on us right now. They haven't conquered just because of the work they've done um, with their sidewalks, with their kind of downtown area, making it more walkable. Mm-hmm. Um, they've gotten us, I think some grants to, to beef that up. So they do kind of have a one up on us. Uh, they don't have the, I don't think the, the Elm street downtown area like we do. Um, but I think it's just, that's just the layout, but they definitely, you know, Concord's a really nice downtown area too. And I've pointed out to several local officials that I know, I'll be like, why can't we do this? Why can't we have the signs that they do pointing out these different landmarks, make them historical, um, and, you know, some of them are expensive, but also it's doable. So that's something, honestly, I would, that's coming back to running for mayor. That's something that could, I think could happen because it would make it more appealing. Um, you know, you could have the historical aspect, but also, you know, make people want to come down there and check things out and, you know, simple little fix. So mayor Dion, I, <laughs> I am a very, let's just say we're role-playing here. I'm a very wealthy guy. I'm going to give you a blank check. You do whatever you want with it to improve Manchester. What would you do? Jeez, I'm crow. Um, There's a I, lot. There's a that's lot a that tough, can be done. That's a tough question, honestly. Um, it's one of those things. I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a money thing. I okay. also. I. I mean, it's, some of it is because you can. You can fund education more. You can fund. Uh, you know, police fire. You can. You can. You can fund different programs that are going to help people. Um, but it's also part on the people's uh, responsibility as well to, to maintain it and to, to respect it. And also, um, you know, make those positive changes from within on, on their mindset of Manchester too. Uh, I think, 
you know, people focus a lot on the downtown area and the Milliard area, but there's also other areas of the city that could need help as well. Yeah. Uh, I live in Ward 9 over on the south side, and I, I grew up in Ward 8. Um, more of like, I would say, you know, bigger families, you know, that are living in those areas, less apartments. Um, and Manchester is really unique. So I, I think it's tough to really pinpoint what could really improve Manchester to get us to that next step, just because we're a pretty diverse city when it comes to different areas. Oh yeah. Um, you could be in some one area in Manchester, like you're, you're in Manchester right now. Yeah. You wouldn't even know. Yeah. I mean, I went to, uh, I, this is going to be bad, but I went to the West side. And I don't remember what this cafe was called. It's an old like French cafe. I'm pretty sure like a diner kind of thing. So you talking about Shave Sean? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. And that was the first time I went there, like mm-hmm. probably 10, 15 years. I remember I went there as a kid, but that was about it. Great food, by the way. Yeah. That's where you have like post funeral powwows. That's the post funeral powwow place. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. I don't think that's known for that. Listen, in my family, <laughs> when someone dies, where you go? we go to Shavashaw. <laughs> Interesting. That's known for the the poutine. I went there for pancakes. <laughs> they have good breakfast, too. They actually have a, uh, I think they have a croissant donut now, like Ooh. maple bacon croissant donut. I had it last time. It was really good. Okay. All right. Mayor yep. Dion approves. I, <laughs> I like that. Look, you said we can't call you Mr. Dion, but you never said Mayor Dion. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to say no to that. I do have it's funny. There's a picture over here um, that I hung up in the office from one of my students. Uh, they painted I they painted me and the um, the slogan I've come up with when I run for mayor. Oh, what's the slogan? And what is that? Uh, rely on Dion. <laughs> oh, that's good. It's it's short. It's to the point. Yeah. It's catching. Uh, but yeah, they painted me um, just kind of looking off the distance in red and white stripes with the rely on Dion. So. That is amazing. That is actually pretty, yeah. that's pretty good. I Shout out to that kid. I think you'll do fine just being a good person. Like yeah. in the, in this last coming election, um, Ted Gatzis was on on the ticket for something. I don't know if he won, lost, whatever. I just remember him as the mayor though, because I met him a few times at different high school things, and the dude sucked. So I don't know what I didn't even look what party he was running for, what position, but I could not fill in the other guy's name faster. I didn't have to check a single thing because I just go, that guy sucks, doesn't need to be elected to whatever he's running for. So just being a good person will get you pretty pretty far. I appreciate that. And I, I, honestly, like, I think that's what people miss right now yeah. um, with this last political you know, presidential election. Just common decency is is tough to really yeah. – I think on, honesty in, in general is is tough to really come by. Um, it's funny. Mayor Gatsis actually was on my show. I think he was the third episode. He actually helped me get on the radio, so I can't really be too mean to him. Hey, listen. Um, that's fine. But, but <laughs> I will say that he refused to come on my show the second time. Yeah, there you go. Because I wasn't supporting him personally, which right. I, I keep my personal – you know. Yeah. feelings and politics out of my show because it doesn't matter i want to have everyone on my show yeah you know, when it comes to politics whatever party whoever you're running whatever you're running about listen but he we had that i wasn't supporting on two weeks ago we did have like we, i know i saw that, that. we'll have anyone yeah, we don't we'll... care about where you affiliate <laughs> I, I love an open discussion i don't care if you support ponies or whatever man I'm always his ponies were out of control this year by the way yeah <laughs> they were they were crapping I saw, all over the street i saw videos of like the ponies in the past 
they were having a good time on Elm. Like it looks like they went to McGarvey's like right before, man. Those that guy, that guy's a blasto because we had so many listeners be like, you know what I hated so much is that <laughs> he talks so well and yeah. he like says everything so confidently that you're almost buying into what he's saying, and then he'll be like, and then we're gonna take our space ponies to the future, and you're like, God damn it, he got me again. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so good, and then he adds that extra little like weird thing you're like oh nope sorry yeah, yeah you bail last second um <laughs> all right so here's we're gonna run through a scenario ready mayor dion i'm your opponent running for mayor as well okay uh, it yep. doesn't matter what party we're just two two dudes running against each other my plan to make manchester like i would Don't say, say it. yeah i'm not gonna say it but <laughs> i was trying to find a way to like go around there but once i caught myself like oh yeah no i probably shouldn't do that uh I propose that we should have more skyscrapers downtown. I say build up every single building and make it like miniature New York City. And then people will be like, wow, that's a nice skyline. They'll want to come in. Business starts trickling. And then hear me out. We transform Londonderry into like this mega suburb. I'm trying to copy Boston pretty much. But we don't okay. have we don't have the harbor. We have the river, though. We have the river, so you know we have the we have the history. And Boston's got that too, maybe a lot more than us. But um, look, it's it's New Hampshire. I, I think it's doable. Uh, would you sign off on that with me? No. Okay. All right. Let's let's dive into that. Let's dive. Is it the skyscraper part? Yeah. What what's going in there? Are you just gonna build skyscrapers? <laughs> yeah. Well, we can like do you like, have no you have no backing of like what what business you're just gonna build empty skyscrapers. Well, well, I mean, we, we are the number one skyscraper podcast. We are the number one skyscraper podcast. But look, we put housing businesses. Maybe we have like a weird looking skyscraper, so people are like wow, like see maybe like a Sears Tower ripoff or something like that. I'm telling you, I I it's I don't know. Is I don't know. Why Londonderry? Uh, that's. You know, I was going to say dairy, but I feel like dairy's for older folks. What about Hookset? Um, I know. What about Hookset? Hookset's got yeah, a lot Hookset, of trees. Goffstown? You don't want to you don't want to chop down. Goffstown's too far away. Yeah, Goffstown's like that's Listen, I can throw a world. rock into Goffstown right now. I disagree. He's got an arm. Fair enough. He's got a baseball <laughs> arm. Um, I mean, look, it's doable. Is it great? I'm not saying it's great. Um, but it is doable. It's not great at all. No, not at all. Not even like 1%. No. No. Oh man, skyscrapers though. Where are you gonna put the skyscrapers? You gonna uh, knock down all the historical buildings in the way? Well, I never said we're gonna build on the top Heritage of Commission is not signing off on that one. Okay, so what if I get onto the Heritage Commission? <laughs> well, would you be okay with that? Let's start there. No, you're not gonna get appointed. I can make sure of that. How does one become a Heritage Commissioner? Is it like you sign an application, or is it kind of like you're invited onto it? So it's kind of a mix of. Um, requesting to be on and also like applying mm -hmm. it's a weird mix because there's certain commissions committees in the city that you can uh, be appointed to yep. um i saw that there was um i really didn't know that for the longest time and i saw there was a heritage commission i was like what do they do so i read all about it and i was like this sounds right up my alley uh and i um emailed the mayor my resume and i was appointed i'm actually on my second term now all right there's terms there's terms you can do do you have a limit uh, yeah, there's term limits, but you can uh, go on another committee. So being on the Heritage Commission, it looks good on my resume so that I could say I want to be on planning board or conservation committee or something. That's something that like, oh, you're already on a commissioner committee. You actually care about the city. You have some input and know what's going on. So they're more likely to kind of put you on those as well. 
I didn't know that. You really do learn something new every day, especially as you do. a teacher. I mean, a former teacher, I should say. It's what you live for. Do you find that like you still have a teaching uh, like soul in you, even though you're not teaching formally? It's just something that's part of you? Well, teachers don't have souls first. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I, I definitely do. I, I It's funny. We were talking about this the other day. Um, someone asked me, like, do you miss teaching? I said, right now, no. I would not. I don't envy any teachers. Um, honestly, like, they have to have the most patience in the world right now. Yeah. Um, but I do – I like teaching. It wasn't the teaching wasn't the part that I started not liking. It was all the additional things, right? Um, you know, the discipline and you know having a duty at teaching you know, while you're teaching is is a different whole thing because I was stuck in cafeteria duty for I feel like centuries. Yeah. And that's easily the worst duty ever. Um, but I, it was all the additional things. I, if I could still teach, if I was you know in some capacity at bottom line teaching. Or, or training or something. I'd love that. Yeah. Cause I, I do enjoy that part of it. Um, but with, with teaching high school was just kind of all the additional things. Okay. So I have another part of mayor Dion's plan. You open up your own school. Dion's okay. Dion teaching and it's your school. Is this, a, is this a school for teaching, teaching like what? Yeah, we could do that. Okay. I was just going to say Dion Call college. Yep. Well, so, yeah, but it's a fancier, it, you know, it's the same thing, but just like a rebrand. This sounds like the movie Accepted. I've never watched that, but I sounds, love that movie. Like one of my, my favorite movies. There you go. <laughs> South Harmon Institute of Technology. There you go. See, Mayor Dion teaches everyone like how to become a better person deep down inside. That's what I feel like teaching is in a sense. It's just how to be a better human. But you know, I think it's part of it for sure. Yeah. I honestly like. I tried to. Um, I think social skills and soft skills is something that a lot of kids lack right now. Yeah. They don't know how to talk to people. They don't know how to have a conversation. They don't know how to be respectful. And it, part of it's not their fault. They just were never really taught that, whether it was at home or from someone else or even from other teachers. Like it, the funny, that's the funny thing talking to some kids now, like they, they're on their phone and they're not making eye contact and they're just kind of like yupping you. I'm like, they don't even know what they're doing. They don't even know they're being disrespectful. Um, but it's kind of a it, that's a tough weird area to teach because you don't want to overstep, um, right. you know, being like a parent. Yeah. Um, but also you, you kind of have to like, hey, listen, like what you're kind of doing is you're being a jerk. Um, you kind of have to like ride that fine line of of teaching and also kind of like being a little parent. Yeah. It's- I feel kind of good that we like we grew up without phones. Like I I wouldn't say phones. We grew up without smartphones yeah. up until like near the end of graduation. Yeah. So I feel like we're the last people who will ever like have a real education. <laughs> like, <laughs> the last people who didn't cheat their whole way through graduation and not like understand social norms. Yeah. It's, I definitely agree to that. I have six nephews and nieces ranging from age three to 11. And it's, it, it is weird. Mayor Di- <laughs> it's weird. Mayor Dion. I, like you said, I'll be having a conversation with them. And my nephew will put up his phone, like, why is I'm talking to him? And he won't even say, like, yep, yep, back to me. I'm like, so, like, you got that? And he's like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, all right, what I repeat it back to me. He's just like, whatever, old man, just, like, walks off. Like, what happened? <laughs> is it all technology? Is it parenting? What, what's going on? I I think part of it is the technology just because it's 
you know, something to keep their mind on or distracting from other issues. Maybe I, I don't know. It's really tough, honestly. Like, um, I don't know if you guys watched the uh, it was a documentary on uh, Netflix, the Social Dilemma. Yes, I have not watched that. Sam. That really kind of made me look into it a little bit of more of like you know, you not not like am I influenced by social media because you can clearly tell you know how these different groups and pages try to influence you, but like it was more of you know, do I need my notifications turned on for Facebook or Twitter or anything? I turn all of them off. I don't really, yeah. you know. I'm going to look at it because when I have free time, it's something yeah. to do or catch up on or whatever, but I don't need to have it remind me that it's there. Yeah. Um, so I think, I don't know, it's, it's a mix. I think of both too. Like also you have to think of the kids that are growing up now, uh, high school, middle school, elementary school, whatever. Those parents are younger. So they grew up with technology as well. So it's kind of, what are they doing with their technology now that's influencing their kids? You know, their kids are watching them mm-hmm. with their technology. And that's something that me and my wife have talked about, like with screens, like, yeah. you know, our kid's not going to look at a screen. We, he doesn't, we don't have the TV on when he's, when he's up and around us because we don't want that, you know, him to be looking at it or stimulated or, you know, whatever, what, however influence that has on him. But I think a lot of it to do is just the different generations. Yeah. I think that, I think you wrapped it up right there. Uh, pretty good mayor um i'm not stopping i mean I, apparently yeah you have to manifest it so you said in the next couple election cycles you'll be running for something what are you planning what's what's the first thing on your list that you think is a realistic uh kind of end goal for this first attempt at running for something well, actually, technically, this would be my second time running for something. So last uh, city election cycle, I ran for school charter commission, which is something I could run for as a teacher. There was, I think, five teachers that ran. Okay. Um, but because it, it didn't affect um, the big, biggest conflict of interest is with some of these boards. They affect your income. That's why you can't be on it. Yeah. Um, and this didn't. Um, there was 42 people, I think, that ran. Wow. Um the only pick it's the top i think it was the top nine i think i was number like 20 something um but that was citywide too it wasn't in within your ward oh, so okay. uh, i don't want to give too much away yeah. um okay. but it's definitely i'm looking at running for you know school board alderman something like that all right well if you need some free advertisement i will i'll gladly send it over my way um i appreciate that before we wrap up i do want to hit on a couple two two questions really well what comment and a question uh, as I was doing research on who the king of Manchester is, I just got to say, your dad is hilarious. <laughs> your 70-year-old dad is so funny. I mean, I don't know what episode it was, but it was on the weekly die-on. And he was like, to your, to your guest, he's like, yeah, so I share a birthday with Adolf Hitler. And uh, <laughs> you just looked at him like, why would you do that? Like, and you're like, I'm going to cut your mic off. Like, it was... I was dying. He's yeah, he's he's average. Yeah, I just wanted to put that out there before I forget. Uh, and then last question on my end: uh, What is your favorite thing to do in New Hampshire as a whole? That's a tough question. Um, I don't. I don't know. It really depends, honestly. Like, uh, I'm a pretty laid back guy. I'm, I'm very low key. Yeah, people probably think I'm too laid back, but that's just I I don't like to be stressed out. I like to you know relax and you know enjoy my surroundings. Um, I think you know I like going up north in New Hampshire, looking at the foliage, the mountains. Um, 
before me and my wife had our kid, we went up to uh, Lincoln, New Hampshire, which no one understood why we're going to Lincoln, New Hampshire. That's up we there. named our son Lincoln. Oh. Um, and that's why we did it. it was a, we, They call it a baby moon. It's the, the little vacation you take before you have a kid. Um, and, you know, just being kind of in small town, New Hampshire, you know, wicked small area, um, you know, just enjoying the sights. We went to the ice castles, um, went to some local breweries. But I think, you know, just doing – laid back kind of things. I, I like going to the breweries. I like going to the coffee shops. I feel like that's something we always end up finding is new yeah. coffee shops. We actually went to one, um, it's two weeks ago. Uh, there's a new one. It hooks it. Uh, I think it's called bit size coffee. Oh, um, that's because it's on the road. Bitcoin coffee. I don't know why that name, I didn't really understand that, but they had, um, some good baked goods and, um, good coffee. But yeah, we always find out, I think places that we can just kind of, sit back, relax and, and take it all in. I like that. I like that. Uh, okay. You're going to, you're going to really hate me for this one. Oh boy. The farthest North I've ever been. And I've been in New Hampshire for 21 years. I'm 23 is Laconia. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't ski. So that might be why. Um, and I'm I mean, a- I don't either, but Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, Laconia is, is a weird area, but yeah. So I was getting ready for you to say Plymouth. No, no, no. <laughs> so here's here's my promise to you, Mayor Dion. When you become mayor, I will go to Lincoln. Okay. <laughs> is that a good? That's a good deal. Why are you going to Lincoln? I became mayor of Manchester. Well, yeah, but I mean, well, you know, to go up to Lincoln and be like, "Hey, look, this is where the the great mayor Ben Dion's been." Dave has been a making a lot of promises lately on the plunge to our yeah. guests. Um, it, it gives me motivation to do something, you know, it gives me, so I'm being serious. I will go to Lincoln. Like, give me, give me, uh, like till like February. Cause is, coming up, is uh, Lincoln where up the there. bear Clarks is? Uh, I no, I think that is like more Conway. It is Conway. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's the other side of the Kangamangas highway, which yeah. is really, I mean, honestly, that's one of those roads. Like you just drive on it, just, to, to stop at the different areas to take pictures because it's a really nice area. Wait. It's a pain to drive. Yeah. No one wants to drive it, but it's a nice area. But that whole area is really nice. And Laconia is on the, I think, I mean, I'm not. It's Laconia, on the other Lincoln, side of the yeah. lake, right? Laconia. I believe so, yeah. yeah. Uh, Lincoln and um, uh, Woodstock are pretty much like one town because you literally, you drive down the road and you're in the other town. Oh. They're so small. Uh, but they're great areas though. Woodstock, uh, the Woodstock Inn Brewery is, is a great brewery. I did the Kangamagus drive a month ago, so maybe I lied on the Laconia being the farthest north. <laughs> I thought Kangamagus was before. I thought Laconia was way up there, so maybe no. Laconia is on like Laconia is more like west, isn't it? They're more or like east. lakes. Yeah, east yeah. lakes region, yeah. like they're like northeast. Yeah, um, and like North Conway, Lincoln is more just straight middle north. Like yeah. your uh, North Conway, I think is like two and a half hours away. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm definitely yeah. gonna have to go back to New Hampshire geography class and really <laughs> learn up on my skills. Did you guys have that in school? Uh, I never took it. There it was, was a New Hampshire offered. history class. Yeah. Yeah, and, I always wanted to teach that, and then when I got to teaching, that wasn't offered. I was so disappointed. I was like, I want to teach that class. Yeah. So last last question: How do you do? They just teach? Do they just give you a class? Like, all right, congratulations, you're a math teacher now, or do you actually have a say in what you want to teach? So, I mean, you have to be in the right. Um, topic area. Yeah, so, like, do you when know I know how that works, dude. I always assume you, like, if oh, you're you gonna be a teacher, you have to have a degree. Go, in that. So, like, if you're a math go. teacher, you have a math degree. 
Right. I, see, I thought it was just a general, like, uh, secondary education. No, see, that's degree. that's for no. secondary education. You right. get, like, a K through 6 degree, but if you do pass that, you have, like, an English degree or oh, a so math yeah. specializing. Okay. Yes. <laughs> You're usually – it's either, uh, you know, with, with college, it's either two majors or a major and a minor. So I went to Keene, so it was uh, two majors, so secondary ed and social science. Okay. But with social science – depending on the school or the school district, you could be teaching anything in social studies. So like I did, I had literally had to take college courses in history, U.S. history, world history, psychology, sociology, yeah. everything. I could technically teach any of those. Uh, but when I got hired, they wanted me to teach economics because I'm actually not sure why. I think they moved some things around and they just wanted me to teach. They're like, this is social studies now. Well, in some districts it's not, it's, it's business. Yeah. Like when I was uh, in high school, I think it was considered part of the business department, yeah. um, which is weird. But uh, I didn't mind economics just because I was teaching seniors, yeah. so uh, somewhat more mature. Um, and it's real world things. Like I tried to get as many real world, you know, application as I could because you leave school, you're going to need to have a bank account. You're you have the bank account now. I mean, that's yeah. those are real world things that people had to have right away. So I didn't mind teaching it. You're a great teacher. You're an even better mayor. Uh, <laughs> I had a quick one because yeah. um, my girlfriend's new. She's from New York. Um, she's new mm-hmm. to this area. Every Saturday we go out for breakfast. What's your go-to <laughs> diner spot? Ooh, I'm not a diner person. Okay, what's um, your go-to breakfast? I can't miss breakfast. I can't make – that's tough. Uh, now, are you looking just for – what are you looking for? Are you looking for the breakfast sandwich coffee or do you, do you mind going to a coffee place and then a, then a breakfast sandwich place or what do you, what are you looking for? I'll take, what's your ideal combo of anything for the best breakfast? Ooh, yeah, actually we tried someplace new. Uh, It's closer to us. I don't know. It's not new in general, just new to us. We just never uh, went to it. Um, I think it's uh, big easy bagel on Brown Ave. Yeah. Um, Really good bagel sandwiches make uh they make cream their own cream cheese too so i got this uh bacon scallion cream cheese yes yeah so that they i don't i didn't see the best coffee options there um but you know i i'm not sound like a broken record cafe loren it's out of the park every time it is pretty good you can't go wrong there i think they have one of the best coffees in the city all right i'll uh, I'll give that place a shot and we'll we'll hit We'll hit the cafe for some coffee. There you go. There you go. I'll third wheel with you. Hell yeah. uh, Mr. Ben Dion, where can everyone find you, good sir? Um, so The Weekly Dion, we have uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, and Instagram. All of them are The Weekly Dion. Uh, the show's on Thursday nights uh, at 6 p.m. on 95.3 FM and WMNH. Um, they, you can, they, they stream it on WMNHradio.org. Uh, if you're in Manchester, it's on 95.3 literally just in manchester if you go anywhere out of it or very low frequency you're not going to get the show uh but we stream it on facebook live as well um and it's available for podcasts after the fact so i love it all right well mayor don we'll keep a close eye on you let us know if you need anything sorry geez let us know if you need any help and we'll go from there thank you so much thanks guys thanks for having me hey take care